Welcome to the I Love Alt Mortgages podcast, brought to you by Home Trust. And now, your host, Brennan Trenuth. Hey, Broker Nation. On this episode of I Love Alt Mortgages, I sit down with Carrie Reed, EVP and owner at Premier Mortgage Center. Carrie's here to tell us about the family culture at Premier and how they set their agents up for success. We also discuss the difference between a transaction and solution and how to help the client feel more comfortable during the mortgage process through knowledge and education. Hey everyone, Brendan here from Home Trust for the latest episode on I Love Alt Mortgages. Today I am very excited to have Carrie Reed, the EVP and owner at Premier Mortgage Center here. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I <laughs> know, really, really excited to have you here. Before we start getting into really nitty gritty stuff, we wanted to do a little bit of a icebreaker with you. So there's a couple questions Ooh. I'm going to ask are very simple. So the first one being, you know, what's your current favorite TV show right now? Oh, I just finished watching Made. Has okay. anyone watched Made on Netflix? I great, have not. great series. Just finished it. Okay, yeah. perfect. Thanks for the recommendation. Number two, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? A marine biologist. Wow. Right? Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> and the last one here, what is the most played song on your Spotify or music list? Right now, it's Adele's Easy on Me. Okay. Her brand new song. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, it's very good. Okay, so let's get into it a little bit here. Maybe do you want to just give us a little bit of your background and how you got into the mortgage industry? Sure. It can be a pretty long story, so I'll try and keep it short. <laughs> sure. But I started in the banking industry when I was 16. I was oh, wow. given the opportunity at 16 years old to be a teller at the Royal Bank in Georgetown, Ontario, where okay. I was born and raised. Perfect. My mother worked there, so I was given the opportunity. I went off to university. I went to the University of Waterloo. I graduated with an economics degree. I continued to work for the Royal Bank and just sort of felt my way around the different opportunities that were in there. And I originally went down the investment path and went as far as getting my PFP, so professional financial planner, I very quickly realized investments were not a passion for me. And the lending side of the bank was where I seemed to have the greatest passion, working with the clients. From Royal Bank, I went on to CIBC, where they gave me an opportunity to work with some financial advisors, which obviously did a broad range of things from investments to lending, all sorts of stuff, and landed at Home Loans Canada, that's where I started my journey strictly into mortgages. Okay. Andy Charles was the president at the time and taught us a lot about culture and our successes there. Don McVicker and his brother Dave McVicker were also at Home Loans Canada, and the three of us started Premier Mortgage Center almost 17 years ago. Wow, 17 years. There's the journey in a nutshell. Yeah, no, that's a very good journey. And you said you were a professional financial planner or you had that designation. I had the designation. Yeah. Let's be clear. There's okay. a difference between being a professional financial planner and having the designation, and I understood the difference. But I'm sure in this business now, that really does come in handy when you're talking with clients and maybe they're not on the right path and you can kind of coach them into that right path where, you know, maybe they're a private or a B client and ultimately they want to get back into that A space. So maybe that plays a bit of a role in that too. I agree. You know, having that designation and having the experiences that I had earlier on taught me to assess the situation and provide advice and solutions, not just complete transactions for clients. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. So when you came up, you know, with the idea of 
creating Premier Mortgage Center. What was your vision for that? I know obviously you said Don and his brother are there as well, but what was your vision for what you wanted it to look like? So the vision of Premier Mortgage Center actually started with Don and Dave, and they were in Atlantic Canada. So that's where Premier Mortgage Center started. But very quickly, this small boutique mortgage brokerage turned into something much bigger. And they approached me early on in the first few months of when Premier started, you know, how could we grow this? Where could we take this to? You know, we were looking for the opportunity to build a mortgage brokerage that provided a really strong foundation for agents and brokers to build their own independent businesses inside of a house that was going to provide them with the support. That was the ultimate vision. Okay. So they were already established out in Atlantic Canada. So they bring you in to start it up here in Ontario. That's right. In the first year, they brought me in in Ontario. I always think of this when I walk down York Street because I was walking down York Street back in 2006 when my phone was ringing and it was a 902 number on my phone. And I was like, what area code is 902? (laughs) And it was Dawn phoning me. I was actually coming for visits to Home Trust, to First National. And he was calling me to let me know he was going to be in town. He wanted to sit down to talk about Premier. Right. Yeah. And so once things started getting into motion there, what were some of the challenges that you faced trying to open this thing up here in Ontario? The biggest challenge in Ontario that we were faced with was not having the volume to be able to provide all of the solutions and have all lenders on board with the agents and brokers. So it's like putting the cart before the horse. You need this, but you also need this. So we went on our search to being able to provide everything that everyone could possibly need. And we went searching for various different networks at the time, various different agents and brokers, and just looking to bring together a collective partnership with people, right, to help us build this house. Sure. In 2021, Premier Mortgage Center won Brokerage of the Year for Diversification. First off, obviously, congratulations on on that achievement. So what do you think were some of the reasons why your brokerage stood out and won this award? I think the main reason why we were recognized for this award is the fact that we do support the independent businesses of the agents and the brokers. Each business... And each agent is similar, but they're all very, very different. They all have a strategy. They all have a plan. And we've always been consistent in supporting everything that everyone wants as long as we can. Yeah. Oh, that's great. In a few interviews that we've seen from you, you refer to the brokerage members as a family. So can you tell us a bit about this family company culture that you have and why it makes everything so successful there for you? Premier Mortgage Center is almost 17 years old. And many of the agents and brokers that are part of Premier have actually worked with Don and I for longer than that. And I think when you spend this much time with people, they become your family, right? You, yeah. you actually get to choose these people. And we did. We had a goal. We had a vision on what agents and brokers were going to look like and feel like. And they would all have a commonality, but they would also have their own individual strengths and weaknesses. And we all know that in a family, we're all looking to support and help each other and fill in those gaps where what might be your strength might be something that is not so strong for me. We've continued to always focus on the inclusivity making sure that everyone's included, everyone's supported. 
We sometimes, you know, might hug you too tight, but that's who we are. We're very well known for the culture, as many brokerages are. And it's really, really exciting to see that, you know, 17 years later, we still have that really, really tight family. Sometimes I call us a bit dysfunctional, but we're all good. <laughs> oh, I think everybody has that a little bit. So in segue to that, so what are you doing to support your brokers and agents with respect to training and development within the brokerage? There's so much that's available to the agents and the brokers. I just said, we might hug you too tight. You know, we have so many experienced agents and brokers that want to share, that want to support, and that want to be a part of the bigger picture. They are focused on their own individual successes, but they also want to be a part of the bigger picture itself. We have mentors. We have accountability groups. We have lender partnerships and relationships. We have, you know, our own intranet and portals that provide all sorts of marketing, social media, lender training, lender information. Some of our organized support systems that we have in place at Premier have grown into much larger pieces by the agents themselves. They like branch off and create their own groups, right? And start inviting others into these groups. It's really amazing to watch. No, that's amazing. Obviously, over the last two years, really, with the pandemic and everything going on, a lot of things have changed within the industry, especially when it comes to you know brokers, brokerages, things like that. So how has your leadership style changed during the pandemic to ensure your agents and brokers you know feel supported? even when they're, you know, maybe working at home more so? That's a great question because we were very well known for not only working together, but playing together. We were together a lot, face-to-face, in person, from, you know, conferences to group meetings. I mean, it was almost, you know, two, three times a week we would have the opportunity to spend time together. And it was what I like to do best, doing things face-to-face, spending time together. It was comfortable for everyone. And of course, this pandemic shut those doors for everybody. And we had to learn to get comfortable in front of a camera, Mm -hmm. in front of a microphone like we are right now, and making everyone feel like they were still a part of something that we couldn't actually be together for. And I'm sure that was, you know, difficult at times, especially in the beginning when you're so used to, you know, being face to face and all of a sudden it's like a switch and then all of a sudden you can't. Exactly. And there was no time to prepare for it. No. There was no preparation. Absolutely Everyone not. was, you know, they use the phrase pivot, right? Or sure. the word pivot. Everyone had to pivot. Ross Geller from Friends. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> everyone had to pivot. I think everyone did a really great job. And even when you weren't doing a great job, everyone was doing the best that they could. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I think we're kind of used to it now, but... It's the new normal. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so moving on to more of business and what your business looks like, what's the distribution in a percentage between A and your B business that you guys do in a year? This might be a shock to some people, but probably not. But less than 10% of our business is done in the alternative space. But I will say from what I've heard and seen, that is a big number still. It's still a very big number. Yes. But it's always shocking to me, you know, that we continue to grow 
alternative solutions for our clients and our customers. At the same time, we continue to grow, you know, your everyday solutions that most clients are expecting, but not necessarily able to achieve anymore. Yeah. And you mentioned that before when you wanted to be able to offer your clients, you know, every different type of solution and not really just streamline it to one option. How does being able to offer those clients different types of solutions, including alternative options, really allow for your brokerage to expand and grow? The alternative space is an opportunity for everyone, right? Everyone expects that they will get the best of the best. Everything that they could want and desire, they're going to be able to achieve. Mm -hmm. But we all know that, you know, today's environment, the regulations, the policies that are in place don't give that opportunity to everybody. So the alternative mortgage space provides more solutions today than it ever has before. For sure. And do you specifically market that type of client, like an alternative client, or is your approach more complete solution brokerage? I would say our approach is more complete solution. We do have a couple of brokers that have really been able to grow their business in the alternative space. But for the most part, the agents and brokers are providing solutions that include alternative mortgages. Sure. And personally, have you seen a big shift in the growth of the alternative space? The growth of the alternative space is huge. The opportunity is huge, right? Because the environment has changed. We all know this. In the last, you know, five to ten years, those regulations, those policies are very different than what an average client was used to. Even if, you know, for a client that would have had, you know, your regular bank type of mortgage five years ago, maybe coming up for renewal. And because of all of those changes, they no longer fit in that box. And being able to offer them other solutions outside of that. Right. It's amazing. Absolutely. Okay. So then what makes a great relationship between your brokerage and an alt lender that maybe you deal with, considering that, some of these alternative files can be a bit more complex. The understanding, the education, the support from the alternative lender is what's important to the agent or the broker. Especially for Premier, it may not be the experience that an agent is used to dealing with. So having the support of the alternative lender to teach them, to guide them, providing them with the solutions that they can take back to their client is the most important. Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us your process to help clients find the right mortgage solution for them based on their needs and goals? And how do you manage client expectations? So the agents and the brokers are focused on gathering the story of the client up front. That includes documents. Sure. That includes discussions around what is it, what's the ultimate goal for the client in this particular, yes, a transaction, When they collect all of that information, they're able to put together the actual story that helps them identify what the opportunities would be for that client. It's not a transaction. It's ultimately solutions for what the customer's looking to achieve. For sure. And then how would you manage a client's expectation where your agent or you are reviewing a file and the client, you know, is pretty dead set on thinking that they're an A client everything gets reviewed and all of a sudden they're probably a B client. How do you manage that client expectation? Because, you know, they're thinking, hey, 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 this is going to be my rate. And then all of a sudden 
you know, mm-hmm. reality sets in and this is your option right now. I think what's really unique in the environment that we're in is that a client may believe that they want a, you know, 0.99% rate that HSBC might be offering right now. But when they look at the solutions that are available to them, because it's our job to provide them with that education, the knowledge is key, right? There are several ways to get to the end result, whatever their finish line looks like. There's several ways to get there. And one might not be the most advantageous for them over another. So education is key. Knowledge is power. We know that. Once you provide these clients with the knowledge and helping them understand what it is that you've just, you know, taught them, the education piece, it brings a certain level of comfort for them to know that they've chosen the right solution for them, not necessarily one that's just been given to them. For sure. And I'm just wondering if there's a client story that you remember, you know, it was a complex situation and you're able to get the deal done at an alternative lender or maybe one of your agents had a very complex deal that, you know, there was a solution able to be provided from an alternative lender. I know, you know, high level, you're, you're running the brokerage, you might not be there on the day to day of the deal by deal, but there's going to be a lot of agents listening to this that, you know, are looking for advice on how to like handle something and those conversations that you're going to have with a client and those conversations that you have with a lender and trying to find that solution. The struggle that I have in talking to specific deals Number one, I'm not in those deals anymore. Yeah, I've done a really, really good job at inviting Home Trust into Premier Mortgage Center. We go way back. Mike Forshee and I worked together with Don McVicker at Home Loans Canada. Oh, wow. Did not know that. So I've had the very unique opportunity of introducing the agents and brokers to some wonderful people here in this organization and welcoming that relationship. If you have a question or you want to challenge something, I'm actually confident in the process and knowing who our agents and brokers are that they can call someone like Mike. Sure. They can call someone like Sebastian. They can call you three. They can call Ed. We've invited everyone into our family at Premier And it's been an amazing experience, right? Our entire brokerage has built a tremendous relationship with Home Trust. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Yeah, we've had Mike into one of the last meetings that I had done pre-COVID. And we had him do a full presentation. This wasn't a fireside chat with you, Sri. We've done that as well. Mm -hmm. You know, and this wasn't a fireside chat with Ed. This was Mike. Right. This was Mike coming in to share with them what goes on behind the scenes. We learned about special ops. Right. I have a whole flip chart on it, whether he wants me to have it or not. I have one. And it's really helped the agents and brokers sort through what goes on inside home trust when they're working through a specific client scenario. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that really speaks to our partnership, you know, with our broker partners, obviously with Premier as well, that, you know, we want to have that open communication relationship with them so that everyone is. is successful. It's an open relationship. And I know that there are a lot of brokerages out there that do not encourage that open relationship, that transparency, that, you know, collectiveness, the coming together of their agents with the lenders. 
we have always been transparent since day one at Premier. Our agents and brokers have relationships. Don and I have relationships. And we've always encouraged that everyone be included. It's inclusive. It's amazing. Premier Mortgage Center is centered around the customer. Can you talk a little bit about your relationships with clients and how important that is to your business? I think the relationship focus is the biggest piece. So when we talk about an agent's relationship or a brokerage's relationship with a lender, that's just as important as our relationship with the clients. So having that relationship is the key at every point in the process. So it starts with the client. Helping the client understand that you're there to assist them and support them with their wants, their needs, their wish list. When you engage with them and you build that relationship of trust, you have the unique ability to walk them down whatever path you're looking for and helping them understand more information is better, right? They're going to trust you in that process of finding solution, not transactional based, Like solution versus transaction is, they're very, very different, right? Transactions are transactions. Solutions require a deep dive. They require a trust between two people. They require more information, right? And looking at bigger picture. Transactions are something that can be processed quite quickly as opposed to, you know, taking the time to find what will get you to the result that you're looking for. As a woman in leadership in the mortgage industry, what advice would you give to young women who are looking to pursue a career in the mortgage industry or have already started their career as an agent? The best piece of advice that I can give to women, young women, or just women in general is, you know, be confident in your business. It's your business. Each agent or broker, male or female, you know, has a unique way about them. You need to build on your uniqueness, who you are, be yourself, trust yourself, be confident, surround yourself with amazing people that want to support you and want to be a part of what you are looking to accomplish. Yeah, that was a fantastic answer. Okay, well, thank you very much, Carrie, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Wishing you all the best for the rest of 2021 and all the best for 2022. I know you got a big trip coming up, so have a great time on that trip as well. Thank you. And last but not least, thank you and Premier for your continued support of Home Trust. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.